What are some of the wonderful blessings that we receive in Christ? What is the statement on prophetic standards? And how can we prepare for the persecution that is to come? The answers to these questions and others when we understand the text. This is When We Understand the Text, a daily Bible study in the Word of God, that we may grow in the sound teaching of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching that accords with godliness. Find all our resources at www.utt.com. Here once again is Pastor Gabe. Thank you, Becky. You're welcome. I got a very nice uh, text message from a friend who said that he just discovered our podcast, Mm -hmm. did not know that we had one. And uh, hang on, I'm going to bring it up here. He says... A friend uh, didn't know that we had one? Yeah, didn't oh. know that we... I'm a terrible promoter, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, I don't really true. do good at, <laughs> at promotion. That's why you guys have to spread the word that's right. to you, all your friends. Exactly. You've got to tell others about our podcast and videos. <laughs> I, I mean, that's how the videos got popular, was yeah. other people that were... It's very true. ...telling others about them. I really didn't do very much. Uh, so this friend sent me a text and said, you're really making me fall in love with the Legacy Standard Bible. Aw, that's awesome. Which I've been teaching from the last few weeks, 1 Corinthians and Proverbs, because the Legacy Standard is the New Testament, Psalms, and Proverbs. Mm-hmm. They haven't come out with the full version yet, but uh, I'm enjoying it too. I'm liking reading from it. Uh, but he went on to say, enjoying the podcast, I honestly did not know that you had one until a few weeks ago, really edifying Oh, good. We are pleased to edify. Glad you're enjoying it. Becky and I are actually working on a study through First Timothy right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm writing it. She's kind of telling me, no, my, that looks my dumb. Two cents. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <Kinda> <laughs> Don't like say here. it like that. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so the kind of the, uh, kind of the way she tempers me on the podcast, <laughs> she's doing so in the. Uh, I don't know how much good I do, but I'm here. <laughs> Well, it's for our women's study at our church. It is. And they're going to go through First Timothy in the fall. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on writing the study right now. And it was uh, earlier today. All that I've written today, I've not gone through with Becky yet. I did 2,000 words today. Hey, good job. So, yeah, I did a significant amount of writing. Uh, as I was going through First Timothy chapter 1 again, the introduction, verse 1, where Paul introduces himself, an apostle of Christ Jesus, according to the commandment of God, our Savior, and of Christ Jesus, our hope, to Timothy, my genuine child in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus, our Lord. And as I was thinking about those three words, Mm. grace, mercy, and peace, I think in the study, I kind of put in like a fill in the blank, define these three words. Mm-hmm. But as I was doing that on my own, in my own study, I I thought of this. So grace is favor unearned, mercy, forgiveness, undeserved, peace, fellowship, unsurpassed. Mm. That's what we have by faith in Christ. We have the favor of God that we've done nothing to earn. We can do nothing to earn it. Right. That's It's grace. He just it's, gives us favor. Then that's in the Bible. Yep. That we can't earn it. There's nothing we can do to get it. It is not by our works, lest any right. man should boast. By grace you are saved through faith. Mercy, which is forgiveness undeserved. Mm-hmm. What we deserve instead is the wrath of God. Right. And what he has shown us is his mercy. And then finally, peace which is fellowship unsurpassed. Mm -hmm. The peace that we have with God is the fellowship that we have with God. 
So we are no longer under his judgment, but we are friends of God and mm-hmm. fellow heirs with Christ, adopted sons and daughters of God. Yes. That's the, the beautiful treasures that we receive by faith in Christ. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father mm-hmm. and Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Now, this First uh, Timothy study will also be available online. In fact, if I have it done in time, I'm going to bring it with us to the Wokeness and Gospel Conference. Awesome. That's going on June 11th and 12th, Denton Bible Church in Denton, Texas, mm-hmm. featuring speakers like Daryl Harrison, Dr. Owen Strand, who just announced this past week that he's leaving GBTS, or sorry, no, no, I got no, that backwards. M- he's leaving MBTS, yeah. <laughs> the Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, for GBTS, okay. Grace Bible Theological Seminary. Mm-hmm. That's quite a move. Yeah. So he goes from Kansas City to Arkansas. Yeah. Conway, Arkansas is where that campus is located. It's a new college, the new Bible college. Jeffrey Johnson is the guy who founded it. We know Alan Nelson. We've given his mm-hmm. books away on the broadcast before. He's been a student there. Okay. So you can check out their info. I'm sure it's like GBTS online. Yeah. .edu. Something like that. <laughs> I'm just throwing an address out there. You just have to look it up. But their, Google it. Their first <laughs> professor with a doctorate is going to be Dr. Owen Strand. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Anyway, so going back to the Wokeness and the Gospel Conference, our own pastor, Tom Buck, is going to be there. Yes. In fact, let me just go ahead and play the spot for you. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. I did this ad for uh, uh, Chris Arnzen. It's currently playing on... The uh, uh, Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. The Wokeness in the Gospel Conference is coming to Denton Bible Church in Denton, Texas, June 11th and 12th. Register now by going online to wokenessandgospel.org. Featuring speakers such as Dr. Owen Strand. If you just buy this ideology, the world's going to be made right. No, it's not. Only Jesus Christ makes the world right. Daryl Harrison of the Just Thinking Podcast. Sinners like you and me can be reconciled first and foremost to God and consequently to one another. Pastor Tom Buck of First Baptist Church in Lindale, Texas. Like Satan in the garden, woke hermeneutics undermines the very authority of the Word of God. I don't say that lightly. Also hear from Tommy Nelson, Charles Stolfus, and Rodney Brown, confronting the lies being impressed upon the culture today, threatening even to divide the church, and answering with the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Wokeness and the Gospel Conference coming to Denton Bible Church, June 11th and 12th. Register online at wokenessandgospel.org. Looking forward to being at our booth there. Yeah, we got a booth. Yeah. And we're going to have t-shirts. We will. Yes. T-shirts. Lord willing. And, yeah, Lord willing. <laughs> It'll be fun. Uh, books, Lord willing. Yes. All this is Lord willing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at this point. Not just the study that I mentioned that I'm working on, but I'm trying to reprint 40 of the most popular Bible verses and what they really mean. Mm-hmm. Since I'm pulling all my books off Amazon. Oh, yeah. And uh, what was the other one? Well, the 25 Christmas myths. I'm going to wait until Christmas to get that done. The Mormon book, Mm -hmm. uh, 40 Mormon beliefs and what the Bible says, Mm -hmm. a response to Mormonism. I got to get that one done, Are you going to do your year in review? Yeah. See, that one's been delayed because uh, I decided I wasn't going to publish through Amazon. Right. I could have had that done in February, but yeah, it's... I have to reformat everything. It's a different format through Lulu than through yeah, Amazon. It's a lot more work. It'll get done eventually, but probably not for the conference. Anyway, uh, regarding the T-shirts. Yes. Becky hadn't seen these yet. I have not. So we're getting T-shirts designed. It's through Doctrine and Life. 
they do the uh, the designs for Alpha and Omega Ministries too. James White oh, cool. stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, his swag is <laughs> done by this group as well. So I've Thanks, I've uh, had jealousy for the just thinking swag for long enough. I figured it's time for us to do our own. <laughs> So Josh There's over some pretty pretty cool stuff. Yeah, they do. They're very creative. Yes. I don't know if I can get somebody like John Cooper to wear my stuff though. <laughs> They've got the lead singer of Skillet wearing just thinking swag and taking pictures of himself and posting it on social media. There's That's some so promotion. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> That's promotion for you right there. Okay, so here's the shirts. Here's this one. It's just our regular Okay. Can, can everybody see this? Do everybody you see it, everyone? See it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's perfect. So here's right it's just a regular black shirt with our logo. T shirt. Yep, mm-hmm. T-shirt with the the logo like you see that comes up on the videos. The red letters, yeah. W-W-U-T-T. In the protest the paint. Mm-hmm. Yep, so there's those. There's, that comes in white and black. I'm not a big fan of white just because... I love white, Do though. you? Yes. Okay, maybe... I just can't ever keep it clean with all the children fingers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my problem. And myself. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it lasts as long when I, when yeah, I go white. Yeah, but I try. I try, and I love to wear it, so... Here's another one. Okay. This looks more like what the podcast logo looks like. Okay. So white letters WWUTT on a black shirt with a red question mark. And then what's it say below it? When we understand the text. Okay. So nice. it has the, yeah, the, the question mark is in the protest paint font. Yes. But the WWUTT is in the font that you see in all the videos that I do. And then there's this one where it's just, you know, the lean to with the, with the dot, dot com. com underneath it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, here it is on white. That's nice. So yeah, there's some idea. And I want to I do like a, it. I want to do a ball cap too, and, uh, and a mug. It, this is what I want to have. A mug. This is what I want to have on the mug. I'm such a mug addict, but I'm like I only drink one cup a day. So why do you need more than like just a handful? You know, <laughs> but I really like them. <laughs> <laughs> That's my collection, my unnecessary collection. <laughs> This is what I want to have on the mug. I want to I want to have Mark 9:19 Jesus saying, "How long must I put up with you?" <laughs> That's on your coffee mug. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it'll have what on there somewhere. Yeah. Be awesome. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> yeah, the the kids really pay attention to my mugs too because whenever I get out my one that says the sh at top at the top it has the line. Yeah, and then it says almost in the middle, and then towards the bottom it says okay. Now it's a now, now you speak. can talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like shh, 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 not yet, not yet. Mom's not done yet. <laughs> you need to work on getting up in the morning just ten minutes earlier than you do. <clears throat> yeah, so that you can get out of the room before the kids come in. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Go get your cup of coffee. They know. They totally have it. Like, you know how it used to be where we were sneaking the candy snacks and stuff and the kids would just run from the other side of the house? Oh, yeah. Because they just know. They, they just had this sense yes. that we're eating something. Yes, they just, they do. They know. <laughs> so whatever, I'm trying to get up early, like before all of them so I could do stuff. They would always. They would get up. They would get up before I would. And I'm like, you guys don't normally get up at this time what's wrong with you mom's eating something (laughs) let's go find out what mom's eating uh yes (laughs) on the friday edition of the broadcast we take questions from the listeners you can send those questions to when we understand the text at gmail.com this is from dave and he says i almost had a heart attack when i saw your name as a signatory 
on the Prophetic Standards website at number 89. Uh Uh-oh. Then I realized that it was another Gabriel Hughes, and I could then calm down again. (laughs) You must hunt down the imposter and get him to change his name. (laughs) <laughs> you you have quite a few Gabe Hughes. There actually are, yeah. Pastor Gabe Hughes. I, I have run into a few Gabe Hughes before. I'll share a story about that here in just a moment. Okay. So you probably know about this site, Dave goes on to say, but if not, I thought it a humorous way to bring it to your attention. I don't have any questions on it. Chris Roseborough has already covered it, but I look forward to, to your Q&A where you might mention it. So it was Justin Peters that brought this to my attention, this prophetic standards document that has been put out by a number of false prophets, including Dr. Michael Brown, who is the false prophet enabler extraordinaire. (laughs) And he's one of like the the co-authors of this thing. I know he's a signatory on it, Hmm. but Justin Peters sent it to me and it's it's key faith leaders release and endorse a statement on prophetic standards. And this is in response to the fact that that every single prophet Mm -hmm. associated with Charisma Magazine in that circle, pretty much anybody that Dr. Michael Brown would endorse. Okay. Every single prophet leading up to the election in 2020 said that Donald Trump was going to win. Oh, yeah. And that doesn't come just from me. The founder of Charisma Magazine, Stephen Strang, said every single prophet who claimed to have an utterance from God about the results of the election, Mm -hmm. they all said Donald Trump was getting elected to a second term. Yeah. They were all... I I mean, the the entire charismatic movement was exposed in 2020. It was, very much. There should not be a single follower of this movement anymore. They they did not see COVID. They were uh, the biggest event on the world stage in our lifetime and they did not see it coming but they're smooth talkers they'll talk their way of course of course they will and and the people continue to follow them because it's what their heart wants right itching ears yeah they just go after the teachers that tell them the things that they want to hear it's 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 astounding yeah it's very sad so they did not see covid no one predicted it you can even go back to uh uh the supernatural show that sid roth does and at the beginning of 2020 he had like 20 of the biggest prophets on his show Mm -hmm. giving prophecies for the year and not one of them said anything remotely like what was going to happen in 2020 (laughs) like 2020 is just gonna self or yes it's just gonna implode implode there we go yeah. <laughs> yeah, self-combust. Self-combustion. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so then you had uh, the election in November, which to predict that is the equivalent of a coin flip. Uh-huh. Yep. It's either Biden yep. or Trump. Right. And they all guessed Trump. Right. And, and they, they were, were all, all wrong. wrong. Unbelievable. So for them to put out this statement on prophetic standards, uh-huh. like here's the standards of prophecy that yeah. we need to be following, guys. Still listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Peters sent this to me and said, have you seen this? And uh, I said, oh, wow. Hey, Mark Driscoll endorsed it. Glad to see that guy has found a new circle. Oh, I'm my. being totally sarcastic there. Uh, but <laughs> Justin said this. The list of signatories on this is akin to Bill Clinton giving a sermon on marital fidelity. Or Joel Osteen teaching a class on expositional preaching. (laughs) 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 
I mean, it is hypocrisy to the max. Unbelievable. But yeah, yeah, apparently, so then I brought... That would be pretty accurate. I brought up the document, and here it is, number 89, Gabriel Hughes. Your name. (laughs) It's on this list of signatures, associate pastor, Mm -hmm. that's me now, at Fullness Church. That's not it. That's not me. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm the pastor, associate pastor under Tom Buck at First Baptist Church in Lindale, Texas. Mm-hmm. So don't go signing my name to that, though. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, back on the story of uh, of like <clears throat> there being several Gabriel Hugheses out there. We even had one at the same bank as ours at one time. When we had to like go put our paychecks and stuff, we had to double check and make sure they got it in the right yeah, account. Yeah. <laughs> Not the wrong I one. I actually had to memorize my <laughs> bank number. Yes. So that I could see they were <laughs> they were depositing the check in the right Gabriel Hughes account. Yep. It's a small Kansas town. Yeah. You don't expect a lot of people at that bank to have the same name, but I had the same name. Right. As another Gabriel Hughes. Oh, and we lived on the same street. Yes. I that lived right. I lived on West 8th Street and mm-hmm. he lived on East 8th Street. Yep. And the address of his workplace, of mm-hmm. his place of employment was the same number as our house. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, so It was it was crazy. That was a that was a really wacky time. I did end up changing banks. That wasn't yeah. the reason why. But no. Yeah. But it it was fine. It was just funny how that all works. I'm sure everybody has a story about, well, not <laughs> Strange names. Or, yeah. Yeah, here's a Whenever neat. Whenever you come across somebody with the same name. Here's a neat one. Okay. So Stephen Curtis Chapman and his wife, Mary Beth. Uh-huh. You know, Stephen Curtis Chapman, The Great Adventure, Dive. Right. I Will Be Here, mm-hmm. contemporary Christian music artist. They met because they shared the same mailbox at college. Aw. Two people had to share the same mailbox and they were grouped by last name. They have the same last name. No Chapman. way. Yep. Oh, that's so when they, fun. They got married. She didn't have to change her last name. That's nice. <laughs> Very convenient. <laughs> that's how they met. That's their story. That's how they so met. so cool. Anyway. All right. Enough chit chat. Yeah. It's all chit chat. That's That's what it's you're chit-chat. listening to this program for. Just the chit chat. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, this is how this email begins here. So, dear Pastor Gabe, I have written to you over the years and you've been faithful to answer my questions. Thank you for your service to Christ and to his bride. I listened to two episodes wherein you spoke about Grace Life Church and there were some things that you did not know. First, Derek Sloan is an independent conservative politician, a member of parliament or MP, not a reporter. So this goes back a few weeks ago. There was a clip that I played of Derek Sloan doing an interview with James Coates. Okay. After the police had showed up and erected fences around Grace Life Church. You remember that? Right. You were not on the program with me that that Friday that I covered that. But I said, because I borrowed the video from Facebook, (laughs) I didn't know who Derek Sloan was. So I just said Derek Sloan's a reporter on social media. Okay. I saw that he had a few videos like that. I just assumed he was a reporter. Uh, and uh, and this fellow, hang on, I didn't read his name, Chris. Chris uh, is not the one that alerted me. He's not the first, anyway, to have alerted me to the fact that Derek Sloan is a politician, not a reporter. Mm-hmm. But uh, there, I'm reading his email. There you go. So that you know, and I've been corrected that he was not a reporter, but rather an MP. Okay, so he is, and in the United States, MP means something different. Yes, it it's does. Military police. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Derek Sloan is a believer, and he was kicked out of the federal conservative party for his anti-lockdown, anti-woke views. Pray oh, for him, man. 
Second, our Constitution, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, which was only passed in 1982, affords in Section 1 the suspension of our freedoms only if they can be demonstrably justified. Hmm. As Dr. Joseph Boot has said often, I've, I've listened to an interview with Dr. Boot uh, on James White's podcast, but as Dr. Boot has said, the Charter has been used ever since to browbeat Christians in Canada. Hmm. Pray for our magistrates. But now on to my question. Since October, an anonymous document has circulated claiming to unveil the plans for Canada in 2021. But so far, nearly everything predicted in that document until now has come true. The last step is a federal program requiring people to sign all their property and assets away and be vaccinated yearly in exchange for complete debt forgiveness. Those who do not comply will have their property and assets taken and will be kept in internment camps indefinitely. There is evidence these camps exist. In fact, it would not just be Canada, but every country in the world, the document claims. In light of this, mm. what encouragement do you have for believers in Canada and around the world to prepare for tyranny and persecution? Mm. Always appreciate your answers and work. God bless you, your family, and your church. The document can be found here, and then he gives uh, uh, a link to it. Before I get to that, though, let me answer your question. What encouragement do you have for believers in Canada and around the world to prepare, to prepare for tyranny and persecution? The answer is just simply this. What Jesus has said to his disciples, remember that when the world hates you, they hated me first mm -hmm. and the world is going to hate you. Mm -hmm. In fact, they will hate you and they will claim that they are doing the work of God. Right. And very sadly, we're seeing that happen with this kind of persecution that's coming against the church. There are even fellow believers who are saying you must go along with this or you're disobeying God. Hmm. And we've talked about that on the podcast we before. Have. Twisting Romans 13, where it says that we are to be subject to the governing authorities. So if the government tells us to vaccinate or mask up or we have to do this in order to go to church, then we have to comply because Romans 13 one tells us to. Mm -hmm. But, you know, or if they tell us to lock up the doors. Yeah, lock your doors. Can't let anybody in. You have to social distance. You can't have uh, X number of people in right. church. Yeah. You can't sing. Right. That was another one. That was just crazy. Yeah. But we also have to keep in mind about um, don't cling to stuff that moth and moths and rust can destroy. That's right. Storing up our treasures in heaven. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Matthew six nineteen, where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Mm. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is. There your heart will be also. Jesus goes on in Matthew 6 to say, do not worry, saying, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear for clothing? For all these things the Gentiles eagerly seek, the people who are going to persecute us, yeah. they're going after all these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you as well. Yeah. And how much bigger is our God than people that would take away that stuff? Amen that for that. Take away our, our freedoms that we feel like we deserve right now because we're spoiled with it. Absolutely. Remember these words from Jesus in the Beatitudes back at the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount. Mm. 
Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. We know that they persecuted the prophets. Therefore, we know that they're going to persecute us as well. And as I've said on the podcast before, you know, if if they had the ability to, if they could, if worldly people could, they would crucify Jesus again. Yes. Yes, they would. Though they say they wouldn't. They would do better. Yeah. No, they we would be better than that group of people. No. Jesus and we'd is be our even friend. Worse because we'd have all, we have the Bible. We have That's the right. answers. We have the end the prophetic word more fully confirmed, yes. as Second Peter 1 says, and yet the world would yeah. do it again. They would just crucify Christ again. Peter also says that uh, that scoffers are going to come in the last days, Second Peter chapter 3. Uh, and, and so we know that there are people who are going to malign us because of the godliness that we desire. 1 Peter 4.12, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial among you which comes upon you for your testing as though some strange thing were happening to you. But to the degree that you are sharing the sufferings of Christ, keep on rejoicing Mm. so that also at the revelation of his glory, you may rejoice with exaltation. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. Chapter 5. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you at the proper time, casting all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Be of sober spirit. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. But resist him, firm in the faith knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being accomplished among your brethren who are in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it, as much as we're suffering over here, or feel like we're suffering because we do feel that our, our freedoms are being peeled off layer by layer. Um, just know that there are places that are just raw right now and they're gathering secretly you, you can't even know where they're at, what city they're in or anything. You can't even know their names yeah. because it's so dangerous where they're meeting up. And so just keep them in mind whenever you say your prayers. Pray that, you know, you get, you're getting a little bit of a taste of that. Yeah. Of what they're, I mean, just, just taste. Oh, it's, it's going to come as much as it is on everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've. We've kind of been looking at Canada as where the United States is going to be in 20 years. Right. I don't know that it even it will even take the United States that long. <laughs> well, it took us a whole year to shut down our churches. Didn't even take I that mean, long. N- not a whole year, but like we're shut down for a whole year yeah. is what I meant. Yeah. Well, yeah. Pretty much a week. I mean, yeah. it was almost like it was, it was recommended. Fast. Everybody was like, okay. Done. Done. I'm locking my church. Yeah. It was astounding. It was crazy. And there's going to be that temptation when the world is bearing down on us and they're making these bargains. You have to do this if you want to be able to do this. There's going to be that temptation to give into it. You must be wise. You must be discerning in these things and trust, trust in many Christian counselors. Yes. 
But uh, um, and, and and when I say Christian counselors, not just people who call themselves Christians, but people who know the Word of God are sound and teach it. They are yes. they are sound in their teaching, in their fear of God, mm-hmm. in the proclamation of the gospel. You got to be careful that there's going to be that desire in your flesh, that temptation to give in. Maybe if I just give in a little bit, mm-hmm. so that I can I can kind of relieve the pressure of this persecution that's going on. Beware that you do not become like Demas. Mm-hmm. who when the apostle Paul was thrown in prison deserted Paul and went back to Thessalonica because he was tempted by the ways of the world mm-hmm. he desired the things of the world right so he abandoned his brethren in a time of need mm-hmm. and showed himself to be a false convert that's what you must be careful about and continue to cling to the truth of the word of god go read Romans 8 because this is a word that Paul is giving to a church that is literally being beaten for their faith, members of their congregation being put to death Mm -hmm. because they're saying Christ is Lord rather than Caesar is Lord. Right. So consider what's written there in Romans 8 in light of that, of the persecution that the church in Rome was undergoing, and yet continued in faithful steadfastness and became a testimony throughout the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were talking about, you know, the underground church, churches that are meeting in secret. Well, James Coates Church is one of those. Yeah, they are. (laughs) There are many of us that can still meet openly like this. Praise the Lord. Amen. But we have to be prepared that persecution may be coming. And we have to protect the fact that we have that freedom, not let it go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So the the more Christians that are saying things like, well, this isn't really persecution. Mm -hmm. So you guys just need to. Yeah. You know, just, just listen just to the government and do it. Do it. Go ahead. Yeah. That's it's not how that works. Yeah. You've got to protect that. You're, you're giving it's, a license to the government to run all over you. Yeah. I mean, I look at it like children a lot because, I mean, you guys listen to this podcast. You know, that's where my is. <laughs> <laughs> With the kids. With being but, a mom. But if you give them just a little bit, they're going to take as much as they can. You give them an inch, with, they take a mile. Yeah, that's the same. That's it. And it's yeah. true. It is so true. And it doesn't have to do with just children. It has to do with people. That's just how the mind works. Like, oh, they let me do this. So I'm going to see how far I can push this without asking again until the next time when you finally put your foot down. Where are you going to put your foot down, people? How much are the How much control has the government taken in the last year? Seriously. And you think and you think they're just going to give it right back to us? No joke. <laughs> how how much work has it been to get that back? Yeah. How Which much we haven't. work? I mean, we're we're not getting it back. We're not. We're not making hardly any headway. It's easier to go downhill than it is to go back up after a landslide. So the answer to the question oh. is you you've got to cling to Christ. Yes, you've, Amen. You've got to That's desire the, the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. That is how we prepare for tyranny and persecution. It's right. not building a bunker. It's not going off the grid. I it's feel clinging my pride to Christ. Coming out whenever somebody talks about taking my home and everything, and I'm like, no, it's mine. We, we you know, we paid for it. We, we put our blood, sweat, and tears in this. And yeah. but you know, it's it's things of these this world. I gotta yeah. I gotta let go of that idea and cling to what is important and protect that rather than the stuff of this world that doesn't mean anything. So the thing that Chris was talking about, which I didn't get to, we're not going to have time, not going to get to the link, but it's called The Great Reset. There was a video that came out on social media back in October from the World Economic Forum, and they uh, they put out eight predictions for the world in 2030. And the very first prediction is you will own nothing and you will be happy. Hmm. 
That that just sounds like well, like it's socialism. Game. <laughs> yeah, it's communism. Like here, you're gonna you know fall for this, and it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's not. Here's eight <laughs> predictions. This is this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, I know it is kind of like uh, it, it's almost like you put the toothpicks on your yes. eyes. You force you to have to watch it. Yes. You know, it, it's like <laughs> you'll you'll own nothing and, and you'll it'll be, be happy. That's right. It'll be great. It'll be the best of your life. <laughs> but some governing entity is going to seize control of all assets. Yeah. So you own nothing. You rent everything. But you have to do what they tell you to if in order to possess anything. Mm. And if you don't. Likely you're going to get thrown in some kind of a concentration camp. I mean, what what would they do? Uh, what else would they do? No with joke. You? It's not like, oh, well, you don't want to play. Okay, you can keep your home. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> that's, that's not how that's going to go. But again, how do we prepare for this? We just continue to cling to Christ. We know that this world is not our home anyway. Right. Amen. Here on this earth. And this is why raising up godly children in godly homes and making sure that is first and foremost the thing that you teach your children that's why it's so important. Yeah. Because they're going to have a hard time coming up from the sounds of things, from the projection of things. Just, I mean, just in this last two years, we have seen that mm-hmm. and how fast it happens. So in their lifetime, they're going to see a lot more because think about your parents and your grandparents, how much they went through and how much we've been through. It just snowballed. It was that whole effect of getting faster and faster and more and more so our children are going to have even more than what we had yeah it's going to go speedier than right it already is so train them up train them up well in the training or in the instruction of the discipline of the lord amen so yeah there's our uh, there's our advice for you you mm-hmm. cling to christ mm-hmm. you teach christ to your children Mm-hmm. You go to church. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> and as the body of Christ, we hear the gospel proclaimed and we put our hope and faith and trust in Jesus, looking forward to that day that he returns to judge the living and the dead. And then we will live in his eternal kingdom forever. Mm-hmm. And I would like to add to that list of pray often. Pray often. That's correct. Yes. Yes. Pray pray <laughs> cling to christ cling to christ pray falls kind of all under that oh, okay yeah, right. yeah, yeah it's read your bible it's pray this is true yeah that's true have god talk to you through the word and you talk to god through prayer amen let's pray yes let's heavenly father we thank you for this time together and that we have the freedom to be able to do a program like this and so many people can listen to it and be encouraged by the word i pray that we're not stricken with fear we do not have a spirit of fear but of power and of love and self-control, as said to us in 2 Timothy 1.7. May we be an encouragement to one another that we are reminded to look to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And as he has said to us in the book of Revelation, he who endures to the end, I will give to him a place to sit with me on my throne. Teach us to look above to the things in heaven where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Come quickly, Lord Jesus, we pray in your precious name. Amen. Amen.